Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. Should President Biden run again in 2024? Mr. Nadler. Too early to say it doesn't serve the purpose of the Democratic Party to deal with that until after the midterms. Ms. Maloney. I don't believe he's running for re-election. There's so much more to say, but I'm anxious to hear from all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do I sign this order now? I'm going to sign this executive order right now, okay? I wish I were with you in person, quite frankly, but (laughs) I'm getting there. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show america trapped behind enemy lines day number 359 almost a full year nobody talks about it they've all turned the page abandoning americans behind enemy lines and here we are the only ones that ever mentioned and our thoughts and prayers are with them as joe does nothing um all right so this happens over this voterama as they love to vote there's a voterama going on a voterama so as much as they want to convince America that this bill, and it is a bad bill, it is the Inflation Increasing Act or the Destroy the American Economy Act or the Embolden the IRS Act or Punish the Middle Class Act. Um, so you have you know straight down party lines, 50-50 vote, Vice President uh, Harris breaking the tie in the Senate, jamming this reconciliation bill 
Uh, and and basically, you have a Democratic Party that has now declared war on the middle class in this country because they are paying the bulk of monies in spite of Joe Biden's promises never to raise taxes on those making over $400,000 a year. We told you during the election that was a lie. No one seemed to want to pay attention to it. Uh, on top of that, they're going to more than double the number of IRS agents. They'll let... Get this, the IRS will end up with more paid staff members than the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol combined to go after the you, the American people. In other words, you'll all get the Hannity treatment. I keep saying that. People say, what do you mean by that, Hannity? I mean, it means you have no idea. You know, it's Hannity's name, pull, pull it, pull it. Um, which is why I have two accounting firms and a law firm that goes over my taxes every year. But it's, uh, you know how expensive it is, by the way? To, you know, if you're going under an audit, you, you cannot, by the way, and I don't care whether you can afford it or not, you cannot battle the IRS by yourself. You have to bring in accountants. You have to bring in lawyers. You can't do this. You need professional people to help you. Um. Now, there was an amendment of Susan Collins, Maine, that would have prohibited hiring the 87,000 new IRS agents uh, prior to the to, to current IS employees returning to the workplace. It would have been short-lived, but it doesn't matter. It would have given us a little bit of a break. They're more than doubling the number of IRS. Think about that. More than the Department of the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol, more staffers than those agencies combined. That's how massive they're building this IRS army into just to harass average middle-class taxpayers. Um, there was a foxnews.com video, you know, go, going after the little guy. Now, if if open borders of Joe Biden hasn't hasn't turned you against this, this climate alarmist cult, if Joe Biden giving up and abandoning energy independence, if Joe Biden begging and, and sucking up to Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, OPEC nations for the lifeblood of our economy. You know, when he said he was going to get off fossil fuels, he never said just domestically. If we would have known it was just domestically, that would have been a whole different argument. There's nothing to replace it, which is problem number one. This push towards electric vehicles, as we've been pointing out, well, that requires a massive amount of mining so you can build the batteries with, with cobalt and nickel and manganese and, and all these other minerals that have to be mined from the Mother Earth and mined by heavy equipment, usually powered by diesel fuel. And then, of course, you pay $20,000 more than a, a gas-powered car on average. Okay, if they give you $7,500 credit, you're still paying thirteen five more. So it's not exactly working out the way they say, or 12-5 more, whatever it is. Um, and so Democrats, you know, this, they now own this. And when you break down this 700-plus page monstrosity, it is, it is the little, it is the, it is the middle class in this country that can no longer afford it. Remember, the average American now, if you have a working couple, they're paying, because of Biden inflation, $6,800 on average a year more than they were paying last year. That's a lot of money. And if you drive to and from work, you're paying close to $2,000 more just for gas this year than last year or since Biden's been president. You know, Kevin Brady, congressman, Texas, says, attention Walmart shoppers, more IRS audits headed your way. 
Uh, Steve Forbes, Stephen Moore write the Inflation Reduction Act will double the IRS agents and audits, but the super rich aren't real targets. I'm going to get into that in detail in a minute. Republicans say Democrats will pay the price in the midterms. Now, you know, th- this is where this election is is now really coming into focus. And we have discussed in detail regularly with Newt Gingrich. We've had Kevin McCarthy on on television talking about it. It looks like the Republicans very wisely are going to put together their commitments to America. And that will include law and order, refunding the police, keeping communities, towns, cities safe and secure. That will include uh, enforcing the laws at our border. That will include going back to energy independence. You know, all the things that are destroying the economy. And if they sign their name to it, it will mean something. It worked when Newt Gingrich led the contract with America in 1994. Republicans had been out of power in the House for nearly 40 years. No, for 40 years. It was the first time in 40 years Republicans gained a majority in the House of Representatives. Imagine imagine that happening. Now, the Senate is going to be much more difficult. However, if you bring up the issues of high gas prices, a 41-year high of inflation, taxes now on the middle class, open borders, you know, disastrous foreign policy, you know, the the issues are so solid that anybody with a brain is going to want to vote against this this radical socialist movement that has taken over the country. It's a 755-page monstrosity that they passed, you know, began Saturday at 7.30 p.m. They finished it, I guess, somewhere around 3, 3.30 yesterday afternoon, and it does $430 billion in new spending. That's supposedly offset by $740 billion in new revenues over a number of years from tax hikes, increased enforcement, meaning the 87,000 additional IRS agents. And before the final vote, Senate Majority Leader Chucky Schumer called the bill uh, one of the defining legislative feats of the 21st century. So you get 87,000 additional IRS agents. All right, that brings their total employment to 165,000. Your State Department only has 23,000. Your FBI only has 35,000. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol only has 60,000. And so just understand, it's not going to be the poor. It's not going to be the, the rich that are getting hammered by the IRS with these audits. That's not it at all. And if you want to know who's paying the increase in taxes, well, when you dig deep into the bill and you see, oh, $6.5 billion natural gas tax. Okay, who ultimately is going to pay the natural gas tax? You will if you use natural gas because it's a regressive tax on American oil and gas development. The tax will drive up the cost to heat and cool your homes. This is insane. The Congressional Budget Office, they had an estimate the national gas tax will increase taxes by $6.5 billion. That's being paid for by the poor and the middle class in this country. And and that, of course, violates Joe Biden's pledge that he wouldn't raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. A letter to Congress from the American Gas Association warning that the methane uh, tax would amount to a 17% increase on an average family's natural gas bill. And Democrats have included a tax in the bill despite retail prices for energy now surpassing multi-year highs. I mean, they just don't stop. And if you think that's bad enough, now add another $12 billion, the crude oil tax. Who's going to pay that? Okay, so we're paying almost twice what we paid when Donald Trump 
left the presidency because for gasoline because Joe Biden abandoned energy independence, giving into the climate religious cult. Uh, gas averaging well over four dollars a gallon nationally. All right, so we were paying two dollars, two twenty-five, whatever it was when Donald Trump was president. And Democrats have now included 16.4 cents per barrel of oil tax on crude oil. And remember, we take in hundreds of millions of barrels of oil every year. may not sound like a lot, but it adds up quick. And that tax, by the way, is going to be paid for by anybody that fills up their car. That's going to be to heat and cool your home also. Then, not to be outdone, if they're going after natural gas and oil, they're also going after coal. And they have a $1.2 billion coal tax. That's going to increase household energy bills. It's a big part of our electric uh, grid. The bill will more than double the current excise taxes on coal production. And under the Democratic proposal, the tax rate on coal from subsurface mining would increase from 50 cents per ton to $1.10 per ton. That's a lot of money. And then we have the corporate income tax hike. Who pays that? You do. Corporations don't pay taxes. I tell you all the time. Democrats imposing a 15% corporate alternative minimum tax on the financial statement income of American businesses, big businesses, and these American companies employ millions of Americans. That cost of this tax increase will be borne by you, the American people, in the form of higher prices, fewer jobs, and lower wages. Tax Foundation report last year, last December, found a 15% book tax would reduce GDP by 0.1% and kill 27,000 jobs. The most recent estimate from the CBO found that provision increase taxes would be more than $313 billion. The Joint Committee on Taxation, their analysis shows 49.7% of the tax would be borne by the manufacturing industry at a time when manufacturers are already struggling with supply chain disruptions. And they've got $124 billion stock tax. That goes right after your IRA and right after your 401k and right after your pension plan. In other words, when you choose to sell your shares of stock back to a company, Democrats will impose a new federal excise tax, which will reduce the value of your nest egg that you are hoping to use for retirement. By the way, raising taxes, restricting stock buyouts, et cetera, et cetera. Then they have a 95% federal excise tax on American pharmaceutical manufacturers. So they'd impose a 95% excise tax on prescription drugs unless drug manufacturers accept government price controls. Well, in reality, all drug manufacturers would accept the price controls or they're just going to stop selling their drug in the United States and sell it elsewhere and probably start manufacturing it elsewhere also. On top of that, a $52 billion income tax hike on mid-sized and family businesses in this economy this is this is this is a prescription for unmitigated disaster and supersizing the irs audits on top of that and they're predicting that they would perform an additional 1.2 million annual audits under the democratic plan to increase spending by and and hire 87,000 new agents and by the way that they claim that that enforcement would net 124 billion Where's that going to come from? You think they're going after the super wealthy? No, wealthy Americans, as Bloomberg pointed out, they will escape tax hikes in this bill. They might face a beefed up IRS, but they can easily afford the accountants and the lawyers to fight them when most Americans can't. And in spite of them lying and saying this is the Inflation Reduction 
um, act. It's we have over 230 economists warning that this spending bill is only going to perpetuate inflation. You know how much at some point when do these and Democrats think this this thing is the best thing since sliced bread. They got their tax increase just before midterm election when everything else in the economy has gone to Adam Schiff anyway. What makes them think this is such a great bill? Only if you're a radical socialist, I guess. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Just get ready, because here comes the IRS after everybody. You know what's interesting, and there has been some outspoken criticism of this. You know, here Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, all they do is talk about the rich and the wealthy and redistribution and socialism and, you know, rich, 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 rich. Then they go along with the bill that specifically targets and and absolutely decimates the poor the middle class and people on fixed incomes and they do it in the middle of a record high inflation and record high gas and energy prices i mean you can't be any more hypocritical than those two they have basically declared in this bill a war on the middle class and you know what sean i'm going to jump in for one second because we don't talk about this a lot but people always ask what can they do and we do have an awesome sponsor on the show. Their names are Gold Co. And if people want to know more about like gold and silver, like some things they can touch and feel, not crypto, not the stock market, you know, goldco.com, we, it's forward slash Hannity. You can go there. You can check it out. It's, it's just one other thing, like other than like brick and mortar and real estate that might make people feel a little safer with their retirement and other things, like simple things we can do. Well, they're killing everybody's 401ks. I just said that before the break. They, they literally now are even taxing that. They're taxing oil, they're taxing gas, they're taxing coal. I mean, you, you go through the whole list. Uh, they're hiring all these IRS agents. Um, it's going to kill people's... You, you think it's expensive now? It's even going to get more expensive to heat and cool your home and to fill your gas tank up. They have an excise tax uh, on American pharmaceutical companies, an income tax hike on, on mid-sized and small family businesses. It's insane. no one else does america deserves to know the truth about congress all right 25 to the top of the hour so the irs more than they'll more than double the number of agents that are out there available uh the irs now ending up with more staffers than the state department the fbi the border patrol combined lawrence summers literally said that you know by harassing americans he, he thinks that the estimates of the Congressional Budget Office of, what, $200 billion that they think they will take in in new revenue because of all the new IRS agents that they're hiring. He says, I think the benefit could be more than 200 I think I think it could be $500 billion, or even possibly, if they do a great job, a trillion dollars more by going after, what, American taxpayers? And now they're going to have all these people now. You can call it whatever you want, but you have 230 economists warning 
that this this version of Build Back Broke, what they call an Inflation Reduction Act, is nothing but an in- inflation increasing act. Two hundred and thirty economists agree with me, or a Destroy the American Economy Act, or an Embolden the IRS Act, or or Tax the Poor Middle Class and People on Fixed Income to Death Act, because that's all that this bill is doing. When you break it down, nobody will break this down in the media, but you have $6.5 billion in a natural gas tax. Well, who's going to pay that? You think the natural gas companies in this country are going to eat that? No, they're going to pass it on to you, the consumer. Who's going to pay? For it? It's going to cost more to heat and cool your homes. I mean, it, it's a massive tax, $12 billion crude oil tax, Um which is literally going to raise, Democrats included, a 16.4 cents per barrel tax on crude oil. That's another tax cut on the poor middle class and and people already suffering under Biden inflation. People already can't afford to fill their gas tanks. Unbelievable. Then you got a $1.2 billion coal tax, which is going to increase household energy bills. You got a corporate income tax. Corporations don't pay taxes. I tell everybody, nobody listens, but they don't pay taxes. And if you think it's been bad enough in terms of the economy and the hit you've taken in your 401k and your IRA and your pension plans, it's only going to get worse with the $124 billion stock tax. Well, who's going to pay that? Pretty much anybody that has a retirement account, because if you choose to sell shares of your stock back to a company, they're going to impose this new federal excise tax. That will reduce the value of what is, for most people, their biggest nest egg outside of their home. A 95% federal excise tax on the uh, tax on the American pharmaceutical manufacturers. What are pharmaceutical companies going to do? They're going to move their companies abroad and stop selling their medicines in the U.S. Mark my words. $52 billion income tax on mid-sized and family businesses. Has, has anybody in Washington been listening to the farmers that call this program? Have they been listening to to a, a, anybody that works in the energy sector that's been calling this 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 program? Have they li- listened to any of the truck drivers calling this program? Anyway, now we'll supersize the IRS. Um, you know, it's interesting. So tomorrow there is, and this is going to get pretty interesting in my view, um, there's a rate, the primary is taking place in Wisconsin. We've not gotten too involved in a lot of the governor's races. Um, but I, I did notice that Donald Trump endorsed Tim Michaels, uh, in Wisconsin for governor. And then I looked up his bio and I see, wow, this guy, number one, an MBA from university of Chicago, um, that he served, he was an army ranger served 12 years in the U.S. Army, he returned home. He's he's in the construction business, and he also worked on the Keystone XL pipeline. Anyway, Tim Michaels, your uh, primary is tomorrow. How are you feeling about it? Hey, Sean, thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, greetings from the great state of Wisconsin. We're at the Wisconsin State Fair right now. I'm feeling wonderful about tomorrow. Everywhere I go, and I'm just getting swamped here at the at the fair. I can barely walk ten feet before somebody comes up and says, "Tim, thanks for running. Uh, we need somebody like you." I'm tired of the usual politicians. You're the kind of guy that we need, kind of Trump-like, you know, an outsider, a businessman. 
non-politician and people are people are just sick and tired of you the politics as usual so are you getting any uh, uh, uh are you getting any fried twinkies or fried pickles uh, or fried pork chops or fried oreos the, uh, or any of that cream, I just had a cream puff cream puff is the uh the staple <laughs> here at the wisconsin state fair I, I have to say it was delicious but uh what did you do for I'm the not, keystone xl guy. pipeline i didn't eat it very well so it kind of oozed the cream out of the puff but yeah we were building the we were building the keystone pipeline and uh on Inauguration Day, what's the first thing Joe Biden does? He sends an executive order canceling the Keystone Pipeline. That night, he's dancing at his inaugural ball, and we had to lay off 700 hardworking men and women. And these are great family-supporting jobs with great health care and great benefits. And what was the average pay for, the, for those workers? Them. What was the average pay? Uh, well, our average laborer pay at Michael's Corporation is $97,000. The pipeline guys probably make even a little bit more than that. It's a great, great, great industry to get into for any young young men or women that are listening right now, you don't have to go to a four-year college and get out with hundreds of thousands of tuition debt and uh, little job prospects if you've got a degree in Eastern European literature. Go work in the trades. Learn to become a welder, a machinist, tool and die maker. You can support your family, no tuition debt, and have a very happy, successful life. So it's a, it, that, That's a Keystone. pretty amazing story. Now, I want to ask you one more question about this Keystone XL pipeline. Because sure the, the premier in Alberta said it would be finished by now. When did you project it was going to be finished? Because he says that if it were finished, we would be literally taking in 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil a day by now. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, I don't want to disagree with the premier of Alberta. I, I, my guess would be it would have been done sometime this fall. Product would have started pumping through the pipeline. Uh, you know, it's a lot of it's weather dependent, how much you can get done over the winter seasons. And we would have had a, two winter seasons by now. But... You know, the, the unfortunate thing, Sean, was we were building pump stations. We were building nine pump stations for the Keystone Pipeline. One of them was 99% complete. Most of them were about 90% complete. And, you know, whatever deal was cut, I don't know with who, with the U.S. government or whatever, they just said, no, you have to stop now. We were like, well, just let us finish. We can be done with a couple of these in a week or two. But I don't know. It was, it was a hard shutdown, and we're all paying for it at the pump today. It's unbelievable. Um do people in Wisconsin now they I know you have a lot of farmers in Wisconsin, a lot of dairy farmers in Wisconsin. How bad are they getting hit by this Biden economy? They're, 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 everybody's feeling it. Everywhere I go, whether it's the dairy farmers or you know the the cattle beef farmers or machine machine uh, and tool and die shops or even we have a big tourism industry in Wisconsin as well. A very beautiful state, of course. We get a lot of people that come up out of the Chicago area. Nobody can find workers anymore, and this inflation—it's just—it's just making it bad because nobody wants to get off their couch and work. That's one thing that I want to do—is you know stop paying people to sit on the couch. And if I could, real quick, Sean, my three big issues are election integrity. Number one, when I took that oath of office, when I was sworn in as a second lieutenant in the infantry in the U.S. Army, uh, swear to uphold and defend the Constitution. That wasn't a 12-year commitment; that was a lifelong commitment. I, I'm so frustrated everywhere I go. People say, hey, Tim, was the, election, was the election rigged? Was the election fixed? And people have so many questions, as do I. But this is, this is the United States of America. This is not some third-world country, not some banana republic. I can't believe we're asking these questions. But, but didn't the Supreme Court in Wisconsin recently rule that those drop boxes were illegal? The drop boxes were illegal. That's exactly right. But we still have Zuckerbucks going on, out-of-state billionaires that came in, took over the, the election process in the city of Green Bay, we still have ballot harvesting going on, and we still have this indefinitely confined status. It's people that mm -hmm. may have had COVID two years ago, but now they're getting a ballot mailed to them. Unfortunately, I heard 
in some cases, multiple ballots mailed to them for the, the rest of their life. We, we, need to, we need to firm that up. And my second big priority is crime reduction, and my third is uh, education reform. That's what people are ready for in Wisconsin. We just need to have new leadership here. Our, our current governor, Tony Evers, he's weak. He's a weak educrat. He's been weak on COVID. He was weak when the city of Kenosha was burning. People are ready for strong, proven executive leadership, from being a commanding officer in the Army for 12 years to being a successful businessman. We have over 8,000 employees. We mainly build energy infrastructure. That's the difference in this race. That's the stark contrast to Tony Evers, uh, is somebody who's gotten stuff done, and that's what I'm going to do as governor. Can't wait to serve the people of Wisconsin. Well, we'll be watching closely tomorrow night. We'll be, we will be covering it during Hannity. Uh, Tim Michaels, we wish you the best running for governor of the great state of Wisconsin. Sir, thank you for your time. Thank you, Sean. Have a great day. Bye. 800-941-SEAN. You see what this is like? How many times have I said, think of the all the benefits of not having to beg dictators and, and countries that hate us for the lifeblood of our economy. It's great for, it's, it's national security. 101. It's simple. Go back to energy independence. You know, okay, you're starting labor working on the Keystone XL pipeline, $97,000 a year. I'll take that. That's a great starting salary. What, what do I always say? You know, career jobs in the energy sector. That's a career job. Unless, of course, politics gets in the way. And and then, of course, what would it do to the, the price of gas when you go to fill up a gas tank? It would lower the price because we'd be increasing the world supply. Simple supply, demand, crisscrossing, dictating price. What would it do for truckers and diesel? It would lower the price of diesel, which means the the cost of that load would go down. And that means when you go in the store, every store you go to, it would cost less to buy the products, uh, and we'd hopefully we'd get back to where we were before Joe Biden was president. But they're not doing any of these things. They're making every single thing worse when you look at the list of taxes that now are being thrust upon the poor, middle class, and and people on fixed incomes. It's unreal. By the way, the IRS, this was from CBS News in March, audits the poor at five times the rate of everyone else. Why Did anyone ever pay attention to that? This is CBS News saying that. Anyway, low-income households with less than 25 grand in annual earnings, the group is five times as likely to be audited by the IRS as everyone else, according to a news analysis. And, uh, you know, this... And of IRS data by the Transactional Records Access Clearinghouse, it's called, at Syracuse University. 13 tax returns out of every thousand filed by those earning less than $25,000 a year were audited. Well, how much money do you think you're going to get out of somebody that makes $25,000 a year? They're probably not making ends meet. They're probably, you know, doing what so many people are doing right now, and that's, you know, living on their credit cards at this point. And, you know, just buy your electric car. We'll give you a little discount. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to get the other $12,000, $13,000 for that electric car. I mean, this is just insanity on every level. Uh, and speaking of the IRS, kind of like Lois Lerner on steroids, the Wall Street Journal had a piece. The Biden IRS is caught leaking confidential tax data on billionaire Biden critics, very specifically uh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Anyway, in July, they both called out Biden for blaming skyrocketing pump prices on gas station owners, saying that the president's comments were, quote, either straight ahead misdirection or a deep misunderstanding of basic market dynamics. 
Anyway, a few days later, Musk ripped Biden himself. Now the IRS has been caught. According to the Wall Street Journal, top U.S. officials who oversee the IRS are expressing growing dismay with a year-old D.C. mystery, how confidential information about the nation's wealthiest and highest income taxpayers, including Bezos and Elon Musk, became public. Extensive disclosures to news organizations, ProPublica, made public the tax figures of many of the most well-known ultra-wealthy Americans showing their incomes, their payments, their tax strategies, and there's been no arrests nor any official hint on how the wall of secrecy around the tax records was broken. Unbelievable. Joe Biden is, uh, you know, the, the, how did they claim any longer? This is where I think demographically, if Americans are paying attention and they're looking at their towns and the cities and they see what defunding the police and no bail is doing, how do you vote Democratic? If you're, if you're sending your kids to school and you're in, you would pay a fortune per capita on education per student and you're getting horrible results for your kids and you're sending your kids to awful schools. How do you how do you look at the Democratic Party and keep reelecting them in these deep blue states? If you're looking at the border mess, how do you how do you look at that mess and think that there's any level of competence there or Afghanistan, for that matter, or the war in Europe, for that matter? How do you look? How do you feel when you can barely afford to make ends meet now, if at all? You know, when you when you have to pay, you know, double what you were paying for a gallon of gasoline under Donald Trump. How do you feel when you go grocery shopping and you're paying twice what you used to pay because of Biden inflation? How do you look at this tax bill and say this somehow that this is a good thing? Biden's electric vehicle tax credit is backfiring, by the way, on, on U.S. Automakers, by the way, it's not going to be the poor, the middle class and people on fixed incomes that are going to get the seventy five hundred dollar benefit to buy a stupid electric car. It's just not That's simple economics. One oh one as well. You know, this this is the year if people really focus. You know, the Democratic Party has this false narrative that they're looking out for the poor and the middle class and for every minority group in America when just the opposite is true. They have failed their constituents at the highest level ever in my lifetime. Maybe it's time to look at other politicians, other parties, other people, and see if they can't do a better job. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.